Here at Beyond, we acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this podcast is being recorded today, the Wadjar people of the Noongar Nation. We also pay our respects to their elders past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hello, it's me. <laughs> How are you? So great to have you here. Um, I put out to a few of my friends and to you guys on social media for some topics this week. And I've got heaps of feedback, so I've got lots to um, work with over the next few weeks. Thank you. And um, But today, my, my subject that we're going to dive into a little bit is swimming with sharks. Mm. Swimming with sharks. Now, what I mean by swimming with sharks is that sometimes um, we are in a situation where we need to make a move right? And we don't want to make the move. And the situation that we need to move is not good for us, but we still stay there. And it might relate to a a job place. It might relate to addiction. It might relate to a relationship. It might relate to where we're living. Like there's a thousand different things. It could even be your, your mindset as well, that you're stuck in one, one, one way of thinking. And that way of thinking is really, really loud. So you kind of go with it because that's the norm. That's your norm. It may not be the norm that's making you happy, but it's the norm. And we all are drawn to the norm, whether it's good for us or not. A lot of us are drawn to that until we're ready to shift it and put up a hand. So swimming with sharks is about um, when we know that we need to make a move and why we don't make a move and how to make a move. Okay, so... For some reason, I want to quickly go to like one of the most common questions that I get a lot when people are struggling with relationships. One of the questions I will get, will they change? Okay, will they change? And so instead of you making a move, we're sitting there waiting for the partner to change for us to be okay, validated, whole, whatever, yeah, um, happier, whatever we're wanting and we're wanting them to make a move. Now, I have been there with that stuff and I still can be in that stuff, just not in the relationship stuff now. I'm happily married. I've got my husband, Mike, my husband, Mike. But there's other things in my life that can crop up where I'm in a shitload of pain and I just don't know what to do. I want to do something, but I have to feel the pain beforehand. So that could be an option. So some people will feel the pain and then they'll go, okay, got it. Others will continually sit on the sideline and go, will they change? And wait, 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 wait. Or they'll get confused, right? They'll get confused. They'll they'll go, oh, so we're going into relationship stuff here, right? So They'll go, oh, but they, he or she said that to me. They said that nice thing. They brought that nice thing, you know, whatever. So they're getting conflicting messages, right? So they're getting conflicting messages. But he did this for me, and but then all of a sudden she did this or he did that, but then it's dark again. Okay, so what is it that you're wanting them to change that's not right for you? Okay, is it something that's really hurting you? 
You know, do they have an addiction they need to address? Are they putting you down all the time? Are they being abusive? Well, then I would be fucking showing them the door, no questions asked there now. But I didn't always work like that. I was in a domestic violent, you know, relationship, um, more so abusive mentally. Um, and I just was in this fog, like what I call like a fog, a fog, man. And that was my reality and that's all I felt I deserved. I wasn't saying that at the time but it, this is a, in reflection, right? Um, so there's so many layers to this question and the thing that I want to say is when we start exploring these things about ourselves, we need to do it with compassion and we need to do it with love but sitting around for waiting for someone to change may not be the right way to go about this. Okay, we need to come back to our hearts. We need to come back to our spirit. We need to come back to who we are and go, what do I want? What do I need? Is this safe for me? Do I need to communicate some boundaries to this person? Do I need to let them know that I'm scared that this isn't going to work because of this behavior? Do I need to weigh up their bad things versus their good things and, you know, shuffle that around a little bit and have some flexibility around it? But if someone's treating you poorly, someone's treating you poorly. There's no two ways around that. There's no kumbaya around that. Get the fuck out, right? Just, that's what I really want to make clear. But if you're knowing that you need to make a change and you're, you're stuck in it, you're stuck in it because it, there's a maybe a belief system that you've been given that is just holding you in and it's really, really loud. And then talking to someone about that or doing some work on that stuff is going to get you to the core of who you truly are and what you truly want. But communication is really important. You know, there's a lot of people in very long-term relationships that don't communicate because they're scared or they don't want to rock the boat, so to speak. We did another episode on that last week or the week before. Um, so why don't people make moves? They don't think there's anything better for them. Like, who said that to them? Who, who made them think that, that there's no one better for them or they're going to be alone? We don't hear enough people talking about feelings and how normal and healthy having a feeling is and how it can be the game changer in allowing yourself to have your feelings. We just don't hear that shit. Man, so no wonder we don't want to process because no one's talking about it. And as soon as we fall apart, so to speak, oh, my God, they're falling apart. They're having a normal reaction to a really messy situation. They're not falling apart. I think for me, knowing thyself has been the game changer for all of this. Knowing when I'm scared, knowing when I'm in old programming, knowing when I'm in my light, knowing when I'm in the dark, knowing when I'm listening to a fear. That is, knowing thyself has been a game changer for me. I've spent most of my life trying to change people. One in particular was my mother. As a child growing up, I felt like it was my primary purpose is to make her happy and then she'll love me how I want to be loved. So then that played out into all my adult relationships. It was always about other people because that's what I knew. That's where I got my fix from, so to speak. And it wasn't until I was at my mother's funeral that I said, 
I was trying to figure my mama out for the, my whole entire life and what I needed to do was know thyself, know who I am and know why I do what I do. I had to become uncomfortable with my people pleasing. I had to go, you know what, this isn't working for me anymore. This is not what I want. But we, we, we go into logic a lot to try and see the future, right? So instead of sitting with the feelings and embracing the feelings and going, we're safe, and this is going to get me to where I want to be. We go into the heads and go, this is fucked. I don't want to feel this, so I'll just go back to the old way. I'll stay with the old relationships. I'll pick up that drink. I'll pick up that bad relationship. I'll stay in that bad job because it's what I know. Because some of those other feelings are really scary and really frightening and no one's fucking talking about them. When I see a client crying in a reading or a session, I give them a standing ovation because they're getting themselves free free to be themselves, free to go forward, free to recognise that, that what is no longer serving them anymore. But you've got to be ready. You've got to be ready. That, that is the truth, you know, that you've got to want to make the changes. You know, if you're, you're listening to this and you're stuck in a really messy relationship and your partner's really unreliable, we need to have that conversation and you need to work out your conversation with yourself first and what conversation you need to have and what you need. What are your needs? What do you want from this person? Are your expectations out of whack or are they completely normal? Or is your partner making you feel like you're asking for too much when you're only asking for some dignity and respect? You know? Are you wanting them to, to kind of give up their life to be with you? Because that's not fair either. But have a conversation with yourself first and get healthy with that and get comfortable with that. That is the first point. Do you want to make some moves here? Do you want to make some changes? What type of life do you see yourself having? Are you having that life now? Is this person bringing you joy? Or is this person making you feel worse about yourself? I dated lots of people, by the way, that made me feel worse about myself, but I didn't know that they were making me feel worse about myself because it was really comfortable to be in the yucky. Honest to God, I went through it over and over and over and over again. Oh, but he did this or he did this or he said that. It's not that bad. Oh, you know, we had this moment and then I wouldn't see him for two weeks. Mm. And for me, knowing thyself meant it wasn't until I'd reached my rock bottom in my relationship stuff that I was able to make that change. A lot of people were coming at me and going, oh, my God, Donna, what are you doing? It's like, <laughs> It's funny now. It wasn't funny at the time. It's really fucking painful, by the way. But the best thing I did was dig deep into those fucking roots, roots in the fucking ground and pull that shit out and get familiar with what they were really saying and how, long, how, how, how they didn't serve me anymore. And that they needed some love and they needed some compassion, but they no longer had the final say in how I live my life anymore. And that I bring those roots going forward because they can still come up again. So when we're sitting around waiting for things to get better, is it an in- ask yourself, is this an intuitive opinion or is this a fear-based decision? Is this an intuitive thing that I need to just hang in there? Have I, do I need to have a conversation? Have I already had the conversation? What am I doing? What type of life I want? I have, I have um, so many different beautiful people in different types of relationships. Not everyone's in a, a relationship that I'd want to be in now. But then looking back 20 years, I wouldn't be in the relationship that I was in 20 years ago. No fucking way. So each to their own. But take responsibility for your choices that you're making. 
take responsibility and take the consequences that come with that. And I say that with a ton of love. We've got to stop blaming other people when we're making decisions to stay in something that may not be right for us, whether it be job, relationship, whatever. If we're drinking too much and we're doing shit when we're drinking and then we're like, that was my national anthem when I was drinking, you know, 30 years ago, I'd get drunk and do stupid things and then I'd have remorse, guilt and shame and then I'd go, the life is crap, my life is crap, no one loves me, whatever. But I was a dick when I was drinking. I wasn't a nice person. We have to take ownership in that, but we have to do that with compassion. Compassion. And we have to find our way through the uncomfortable moments and talk about them with our people. One of the greatest things that someone said to me, which I hated at the time when I got sober, was do service. I'm like, I don't want to fucking do service. I don't want to do volunteer work. I don't want to help someone else. I'm fucked. But that changed my fucking life. I'm not trying to sound like a toss pot here. But it did. Some of the best advice at the time was like, I'm not doing that. But it did. It gave me perspective. It brought in some light for me. All we're wanting is some light. We're not really wanting the person. We're just wanting to change. We do want them to change. But really, we're only wanting to find some light in ourselves and some peace in ourselves and some tranquility and some wisdom in ourselves. And we think we're going to get that from the other person and we're not. But it's okay to say it's not okay to be treated like this anymore. But then I'm going to feel like shit and I'm going to be lonely for the rest of my life. Who said that? Who's, which voice is saying that? Which voice is saying that's what we need to look at? That's what we need to look at why we're staying in something that's not right for us. Or why, do we, why do we have a really good person that we're dating and why are we expecting so much from them? What, what is missing in, in ourselves that we need to address or give some compassion and love to? Like I've got abandonment issues. I still have that. I've got husband of the year and I've still got abandonment issues. They don't always um, play out in my relationship these days and and realising that I had abandonment issues made made me settle down a little bit with being drawn to bad bad men in my life. But they haven't completely dissipated. I can still have abandonment issues. But it's up to me to do the work. It's up to me to take the action. And it's also up to me to communicate to Mike as well about what I'm feeling. And, it's, and I've chosen a partner where it's safe to feel that and say that. If you want to be ex- able to express yourself in a relationship and you're not able to, then we need to look at that. You need to look at that. We, we need to look at that. I know, I know why I'm saying we, but we'll say we. We need to look at that because you're not alone in looking at those things. You don't have to do that alone, okay? I said to a client today, best is yet to come and it is, but our heads are always saying it's, you know, if I do this move or I do that move because that, the feelings are saying that. Well, I didn't have any role model, model in my life that processed feelings well and regulated their feelings, It was horrendous. My family made me accountable for their feelings. So I didn't know what to do when my own feelings came up. What the hell? So I made someone else responsible for my feelings. Boom, there's a goodie. You're responsible responsible for me feeling feeling this this way. No, they're not. This is me to Mike now. So Mike's a very, very healthy partner in my life, right? So I can still have abandonment issues and be a bit of a dick, but then I own that and can see that. So they can still come up. It's up to me to take charge of that or process those feelings and go, yeah, you're really sad right now. 
and Mark hasn't done anything wrong. But when I was dating dicks, then those abandonment issues felt really regulated and normal to me. Those abandonment issues, like, yeah, this is how I feel about myself. So this is why I'm dating this person because this is how I feel about myself. I didn't know it could get so good. I didn't know there was so much more light to come into my body and my mind and my heart, but it did, and it continues to do so. Then it continues to be dark sometimes. That's the thing. Regulating that too. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Talk to your people. If you don't have people to talk to, ask spirit to bring you your people. Bring me my people. I am scared. Help me to work through the fear. Help me to get to the truth beyond the fear. Help me to be uncom- be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Help me to not abandon myself. I say that all the time. And I used to say that more so when I was really feeling lonely and afraid, you know, when I didn't have a healthy relationship in my life and I used to sit in my little lounge in Fremantle alone with DJ and Samantha. Help me not to abandon myself in this moment. And what are those things that you do that make you abandon yourself more? So for me, if I was to pick up a drink, that would be pure abandonment, pure self-hate. So those things can be looked at as well. Some people have it in food. Some people have it in sex. Some people have it in drugs, whatever. Some people have it in shopping. What actions are you taking that's making you feel more abandoned? And that's what you can explore to be free from that because it's just like the hamster wheel. You know how we talk about getting off the hamster wheel all the time? What actions are you doing that's making you stay in that abandonment of self? Grief is healthy. Sadness is healthy. Grief and sadness shouldn't be done alone. Reach out. Get the help and support that you deserve because that will, by uh, processing grief and your abandonment issues, you find you in this stuff because you are not the abandonment. You are not the grief. You are something beyond that. You are such a great, authentic human being that came into this world free. And somewhere along the line, there were some mixed vibes that came in that quietened that light down. And now we want to bring that up again the second part of this year. Yes, we fucking do. We want to familiarize ourselves with the light more in ourselves. So when the darkness comes back again, we know that light exists within us. That wisdom, that authenticity, that strength that you've always had and will always have to the day that you die. Yeah? Wow, I got this potty done. Yay! Thank you for giving me feedback on topics. Keep them coming. And if you want to be a guest on my show and you want to be interviewed by me, we don't necessarily have to do a reading, but if you want to tell your story, you want to get that out there, if you want to change your name and not, and you want to be anonymous, anonymous but you really want to be heard, telling your story is a game changer. Trust me, using your voice in your throat chakra is your creative. It will change your life. All right? DM me on the socials, Donna Marie Psychic on Instagram, Donna Marie on Facebook. If you're loving this potty, share it. We just got up to 500 downloads. I'm so happy with my little humble podcast and thank you for giving me the support, okay? Um, Share it. Give it a review. Tell others, share the link with others. Come on to my socials. I'd love to have you there. We're a community. We're a family. I'm still kind of like I don't have COVID anymore, but as you can probably tell in my voice, though Mikey might change it for a bit. I'm still kind of vibing 
like still getting my energy levels back. So I'm I'm locked out with the coaching at the minute. I'm doing minimal readings, but I've got just a quickies going 24-7. So if you've got just a quickie question you want answered, go to my link on my bio on my website and I'll get those done for you. Okay. 20 buck questions. They come with a paragraph as well. Okay. I love you. You're doing amazing. Share your beautiful self with the fucking world. We need you more than ever. Mwah, mwah.